So I read that as a kid, you were really into go-kart racing, if that's true. Um, can you tell me more about that and what else that you were into as a kid? So as a little kid, as I can see by your bedroom, I was probably like you. I was really into basketball. I played heaps of basketball up until I was about 12, um, which is sort of when I got into go-karting because I hurt both my Achilles, so I couldn't play basketball for a year. So I thought my world had ended, but um, I got into go-karting in the, in the meantime because I didn't have to do much running for that. Um, and then I sort of just fell in love with go-karting and then went from there. But yeah, as a kid, I was pretty much into everything, anything sport, but um, basketball, you know, soccer, little athletics, swimming, um, were probably the big ones, but definitely basketball dominant. And then um, kart racing obviously turned into something that you were really good at. Who were the main people that were encouraging you? Um, I mean, I think my dad's always been my biggest backer and, and my uncle and sort of took me, you know, to all the tracks when dad couldn't make it because mm -hmm. of work commitments. Yeah. Um, and my cousin raced um, as well and we, we travelled Australia together. So I think they've been quite influential in my karting career in the early days for sure. And then sort of later on when I wanted to get more serious about it, joining Tom and... Tom Williams and motorsport and sort of he's guided me into cars and, and is still my manager now. So sort of been a, a group effort and a big team of people around me, but they've all played a big role. Yeah. Um, and although your cousin, I heard you aren't from a like motor racing family, go kart racing family. So what is it that made you get into it so much? Um, I think we had like an old, I think my brother had taken it out like a few times. We had a cart that was in a shed that was sort of collecting dust and I grew up on a farm. So we had motorbikes and stuff like that, which I'd ridden and obviously not being able to play basketball and being a very active kid. I begged dad for about six months to take me to the local cart track, which is probably about 15 minutes away um, and let me have a go. Um, and eventually he sort of had the time to get the cart ready and, and take me down. And then he, we haven't really sort of looked back from then. Yeah. Um, and you may have kind of answered this in a few questions before, but when you were starting to race um, competitively at karting, were there many other girls doing it at the time? I can remember like early days, probably one stands out that, that raced um, and that I raced with, you know, not only on a local level but like regionally and, and around the state um in the early days i i definitely don't remember that many girls although being so young i probably just played with the boys anyway like i didn't didn't really notice it but looking back definitely there was there wasn't many but this might sound like a silly question but did you have to prove yourself almost a bit more because you were female and there were like barely any other girls um, I think it, it, it comes with anything. I think anyone has mixed opinions and views. I def definitely didn't ever feel the pressure to prove myself. I think because my family and that were always supportive and I could always do what my brother did or what my, my boy cousins did. So it was never, you know, a girl versus boy sport or anything like that. Um, I think getting into the sport at 12, 13, when people are starting to become teenagers and stuff, you definitely do get a few boys that don't like to be beaten by girls. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit of that. But to be honest, in go-karting, my experience was pretty good the whole way through. And at one point, did you dream of wanting to be a race car driver? Uh, I think 
I think I like you always dream of it as as a kid, but you know you get told that the standard is that you finish high school and you you go to uni and that sort of what it is. And I'm a very practical person and probably thought, well, you know, it's hard to make a living out of it. Requires a lot of hard work, and I didn't really have a plan in place to get there. So I I went down the uni path, and and COVID came along, and I, you know, obviously got stuck into work because we couldn't do much in here in Victoria um, for a couple of years. So I got the opportunity to get back in a car for the first time at the end of 2020. And I sort of turned around to dad on that day and said, you know, we've got to stop doing what we're doing now. And I've, I've got to chase this because I, I think I'll regret if I don't. Who, who have and were your idols? I think growing up from a motorsport perspective, I've always really idolised Mark Winterbottom. Um, my family have been like Ford supporters. So I think he's obviously been in a Ford car for most of his career um, until late. So um, looking up to him probably as a driver, um, but I was really young sort of around the uh, race cars at that age. Um, so. I didn't really have like many idols. I probably didn't idolise one specific person. It was more like qualities in each in each person. Yeah. You're part of the Brad Jones racing team and Brad Jones drove racing cars successfully for a long time and he personally chose you to be part of the team if I'm getting that right. That must have felt pretty special to get picked. Yeah, I mean, obviously Brad invited um seven drivers along to an evaluation day and sort of had a relationship with Brad already a little bit. His son, Macaulay, which races in the V8s as well now, um, grew up karting in our team and we've obviously gone karting together a fair few times. So I've met Brad before. So it's a bit more of a family feel and less of a, I guess, Boston driver feel. But um, yeah, for him to trust me with, with his supercar and especially with little experience, um, I've never really driven a race car before I got into his car. So yeah, for him to trust me with that was definitely a big honour and something I'm grateful for. Um, what kind of training do you just need to do? Because I guess what you're doing is you're sitting in a really like hot and stuffy car for a while and, you know, moving all sorts of out. But I'm curious, like what you actually do to prepare. Yeah, so that's a great question. I actually get this question a lot from younger kids as well. So I'm with Control High Performance at the moment. So we work on... Obviously, cardio-based things, making sure you're physically fit just for normal demands of the car. Um, the gear stick and brake pedal are quite heavy or heavier than you would expect. So a little bit of strength training in there. Um, so they're like our main aspects. We also do um, like stress training. So, you know, doing reaction timing after you've done a one-hour session in a high-altitude room or a hot room, um, reaction training, mental training, like there's several types. Um, you can do heat soaking, which is like sitting in a sauna or riding a bike in a sauna. Um, there, there's so many ways of doing it. Um, I guess it's just, I feel like it's what works for the individual. I think when I first started, I'm probably on a slightly different training plan than when I started just for what works for me. Um, and I think, yeah, just, I think it's, it's probably more intense than people think. Um, you know, it, it's a six day a week exercise minimum. Yeah. So training is definitely more brutal than most people think. I think so. Yeah. We do a lot of um, weird and I think it's a, it's a probably like CrossFit based. I don't know if you know much about CrossFit. 
it's very like CrossFit based, um, high intensity, but long duration. So very like longer training session because that's what our races are. Our heart rate is very high for a longer period of time. So trying to mimic that the best we can. And do you ever feel like you're um, kind of underestimated either by opponents or maybe people in motor racing generally? And if so, how do you turn that into a positive? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think stepping into cars last year was an eye-opening experience for me because I don't think coming out of a go-karting background, I guess no one really cares about your performance as such. It's not televised. It, you make a mistake, it's not a headline on the webpage, you know, that next day. So I feel like the first couple of races, it took me, you know, a little bit to get used to, but then you just got to have a good circle around you and, and know the plan and, and know the progression and where I want to go and um, what I need to do to get there and then trust the people around you and sort of block out anyone that's not in your circle because they don't, I guess, know the goals and know the targets and then know what you're working with. So I think it's just, um, yeah, there's definitely people out there that want to put their two cents in, but if they're not in your inner circle, you know, why listen to them? And you race in the Super 2 Series, which is a level down from the supercars. Um, is the supercars like the ultimate goal? Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, I feel like most people in Super 2, if not all of them, want to be in main game um, in the next few years. So that's obviously the goal. Um, but yeah, obviously, I haven't really had much racing experience. I'm probably... I'll, easily say I'm the least experienced in the field out of everyone. Um, so each round this year, I'm just taking it as a learning curve and just trying to learn as much as I can from each round and build on it. And if, you know, I can improve each race, each round by the end of the year, I think we'll be in a good position for next year to go in a bit stronger. Yeah. And you, I, I think you're the only female driver out of the 17. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It must be a pretty cool feeling to be at this level at such or not such young age, but quite young. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And I mean, even going back, I went back to the go-kart track. Um, they had a national event in Easter over in Adelaide and going back there and seeing all these little girls in their race suits walking around and there's so much participation now. It's sort of cool to see like they're going to grow up with a completely different experience and then they've got so much support behind them. Um, and, you know, a, I guess a more defined pathway. I didn't really have or didn't really know of any females when I was growing up that were doing it. So that's probably maybe why I didn't see it as a, a realistic job. I'm not, not too sure, but now, you know, they've got so much more to see and so much more support. It's, it's sort of good to see that next generation of kids coming up and, and doing their thing. And this is probably a question you get a lot, um, but I should probably ask it. What is it that you just love about motor racing? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. There's a, it's a whole bunch of things. I mean, motor racing is such a broad term, but just about racing in general, I think it's just the feeling of going fast and, and, and just racing. And once you're out on the track, like it, nothing really matters. It's just about what you're going to do to make your race good or bad. You know, it's all up to your decisions. Um, and I think, I don't know. I just, I love it. Even like go-karting now, I'll go back and I still get the same feeling from that. Um, just being in control, I guess, of your own race. So, yeah. Um, and your races are in the same places as the supercars where they race. 
do you get to see much of those drivers and ask advice or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. So Brad, all of Brad's drivers, so he's got four. Um, we eat together, um, stay at the same places. Um, I go into their team debriefs. Um, if I've got questions, I come over and ask them. They're very accessible and very keen to help. So it's really good to have that, um, especially with changing track conditions or conditions that I haven't driven in before. I can go ask them their tips or... Um, say Friday night after practice, if I'm struggling on a particular corner, I can go ask them what they do or watch their vision, their like footage. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really good and helpful. So I have a lot, lot to do with his drivers. Yeah. But I know that there are some courses and open days that are run to try and get more girls involved in motor racing. Do you think there's anything the industry, the industry can be doing to make it um, more female friendly? I don't know. This is a hard question. I mean, I think it's hard for me to answer because I feel like I'm a baby to the industry. Um, literally have been in it less than 12 months um, on the scheme of things when it comes to car racing. So um, it's hard for me to sort of know what needs fixing or changing. I think definitely what they're doing at karting, it, it seems to be working. I mean, female participation's up on a driver level and I think on a volunteer level as well. Like there's heaps of um, women helping out um, in the canteen or scrutineering or mechanicking or whatever it may be. Um, and then also at the racetrack, I see heaps of females, like reporters, um, like all media people come up and say hello. Um, there's just heaps of women getting around in, in uniform, which means obviously they're working. Um, so yeah, I mean, I see plenty of women out there. I mean, it would be great to see more women drivers on the grid because I'm definitely at the moment the only one, um, but yeah, other than that, I don't really know there's much they can do. I think, you know, you've sort of just got to plant the seeds at the grassroots level and let them grow. And I think there's a good base of young girls coming up and, and time will tell and they'll come through hopefully. So, yeah. And if girls or women do want to get into motor racing, what advice would you have for how to do it? I think just start a go-karting. I think if you want from a driver point of view, I think it's a really easy base entry level to start at. It teaches you the core skills of driving. Um, if you're not interested in driving and you want to get involved in a different sense, be it media or volunteering um, or like technical or something like that, you know, volunteer. There's heaps of, you can volunteer as a flag marshal or there's heaps of ways you can volunteer or if not, just go and learn and pester the people. I'm sure the media people, there's media people out there that are, um, happy to share their knowledge, especially other women, because most of them started off um, like young girls that just wanted to get it done. So they're more than happy to help. Um, and all of the ones I've met have been extremely nice and extremely open to helping anyone out. So yeah, I would just say, ask around, volunteer and, and just work hard. Thanks for listening. To support Herway, visit the link in the description section.